Hey, can you imagine that? A woman's just, let me tell you what's going on here. A woman's just driven down to a multi-story car park to go to the, the mall. And she gets out of her car and lo and behold, she's confronted by a man who wants to do her some harm, take her money or whatever it is, right? So she, before she could even say anything, he slaps her to the floor. There's a scuffling going on and he takes her purse and runs off. Would you, would you want that to happen to you? Listen, there are plenty of bad people out there. My name is Noel Michael Smith, and you're listening to the Local Fitness Lifestyle Podcast. And this podcast is called Defend Yourself with Fitness. <laughs> Boy, I don't want to get really grim and dark on you today because I'm a happy soul. The sun is shining out there, and we all like to be nice and merry. But come the sun comes bad actors as well. The sun has brought out some real bad people. I'm going to go into and tell you that later on. But listen, how do you feel right now? How do you feel? Do you want to feel good? Yay! I do. <laughs> you got to earn that feeling good factor, you know, because there's a, entities out there that want to break us down and make us feel look and feel a different way because people don't want to work out there now. They just want to go along and take other people's properties and belongings as if they've got a right to do that. Now, <laughs> I keep telling you this, I work with a lot of girls, a lot of women, and I've been doing something in my classes lately because, you know, my classes are all about the kickboxing. We like to have a little fun with the aerobics and the movement and the dance and the beautiful music and all that. But fundamentally, I want to teach you something. That's what I'm about. I'm a teacher, not an instructor. And I've been putting in some kickboxing techniques at the beginning of my class lately. Now, let me elaborate on that a little. In a martial arts class, you line up from low grade to high grade, either left to right, right to left, whoever, however the instructor likes to do it. And you throw a technique, a round-ass kick, a cross-punch, whatever it may be, and the whole class does it together. You count one, bam, everyone kicks together. Two, bam, everyone kicks together. I've been putting that in at the beginning of my class lately. I do do a tutorial, but I've mixed it up a little, and I've decided, hey, rather than giving people a tutorial of all these different things going on, let's just concentrate on one thing each class and get that right. So they could go home and work on that, get the repetitiveness and get that kick, punch, whatever it may be, second nature. And anyway, when you do it in the beginning of the class like that and then you put it in the workout, they've got a better understanding. Rather than giving them all these things, jack of all trades, you're becoming a mass of one in that class. And it's working, working really good. I'm seeing some good roundhouse kicks, some, some good psychics there. Now, this brings me back to the whole defense element of what I do. Oh, I may add, <laughs> the reason why I'm, I've made this podcast, the reason why I brought this podcast to your attention, and did I tell you what it's called? This, <laughs> yeah, Let's get into this. This podcast is called Defend Yourself With Fitness. And I titled it this way because that's exactly what I do. I teach you how to defend yourself with fitness. I've been doing kickboxing classes for many years. And I haven't had that many women on a grand scale of things come into my martial arts class on their own merit so what I decided to do after training with Master Billy Blanks in LA is try and bring the martial arts to the fitness and hook them in that way it's worked to a certain degree 
In fact, it's worked to a big degree. But I want it to work even more on a grander scale. So I've been putting in, as I said a minute ago, I've been putting in my basic martial art techniques at the beginning of the fitness class. That's no music. No music, no cardio, no choreography, just pure martial arts kick or a punch, whichever I decide to do. Just take last week, for instance, when I was doing the psychic. Now, a lot of the girls, when they do their psychic, they get the psychics up between that and the roundhouse kick. So they bring the foot round as if they were doing a roundhouse, but your toes are up. You ever stub your toe on a piece of furniture? Man, that's painful. You jump around, hop around, ouch, ouch, throughout the whole five, ten minutes that the pain is set there. It's like your toes are broken, man. Oh, I've done that a couple of times, and I'm pretty damn sure I broke my toe. But once the pain eases off, you know, you can wiggle your toes about, and you look up to the heavens and thank the Lord that you still got all five toes left on that foot. But it is a serious, you even hear the bone cracking sometimes. You ever done that? Stub your toe and hear the bone cracking. <laughs> you look down at your foot, man, you expect to see blood. That's what happens. That's what would happen if you do your roundhouse kick with your toes up. Putting these techniques in the class, there's a few people, I'm looking around, and there's a few girls, hey, just get on with it. I just want to do an aerobics class. I don't come here for this, da-da-da-da, all this stuff. And I look at this girl, and I think, you are so living in a bubble. I'm trying to teach you something here. You've got an opportunity to learn something, and you don't have to spend big money and sign up to a kung fu, kickboxing, self-defense, karate class to learn this stuff. I'm bringing it to you here in a, a hack sort of way. And I say hack because it is a hack. If you want the true form, you've got to do a martial arts class. I'm not taking that away from any of the martial artists out there that are listening to this. And martial artists, you know I love you all and I respect you all. I'm one myself, right? Peace. But... The girls don't want to do it. They don't want to come to you guys in their drone. So I'm bringing the martial arts to them in the best way I know how. And it's not that folly thing that, that av those other guys do. <laughs> You've seen them throwing their hands and feet around like they're having a fit. I'm telling you, man, I have a class, right? I know I'm diverse a little bit, but I come back on track in a second. I have a class on a Wednesday. And it's me, I'm doing my loaf of fitness kickboxing workout. And then there's this combat workout after me. I cannot watch it. I got to say, man, I cannot watch it. The people in there literally look like they're on something. They're on something, man. Take the music away and we still look great. It's the beautiful workout. We still look beautiful. Take the music away with this combat. And they look like they're on some kind of fit. You ever, Remember back in the day when they had a whole load of um, rabies movies going around? <laughs> they, look like they look like they're on rabies, man. The hands and the feet and the, 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 the jerkiness. Are just, uh, it's like that, that movie. Oh, what's that movie? Um... 21 Days After, or 12, 21 Days After, the zombie movie. Oh, my goodness, man. That's how they look. Y'all, if you're doing that combat class, you have to look, video yourself. 
and I'll grant you this, you won't go back because you look stupid. <laughs> yeah, you look stupid, man. Anyway, <laughs> so some of the girls look and they didn't want to do the basics. But I, you know, I would go up to them and I correct them and show them how to do it and give them a little bit of encouragement and stuff and and then they get their head around it and they're fine. I even got them saying us throughout the workout because they were doing the kick and it was all in silence. I say, can you make the sound us? They all say us, and they go with it. It's all good, man. We work really well. Anyway, that little mishmash that I put together of that the the woman there getting out of her car and confronting or being confronted by this guy. Isn't that frightening? That's daunting for a man, much less a woman. So protect yourself with fitness or whichever way you can protect yourself. Don't just sit there and wait for things to happen and say, hey, it won't happen to me. So many people do that. You know, people won't change until the pain of staying the same becomes greater than the pain of change. You have to, do you understand what I mean when I said that? Do you even, what, what, you didn't? <laughs> oh, it's something I've been saying for years, man. Let me explain it to you. Things ain't gone bad for you yet. So it's okay for you to just stay the way you are. The minute that thing goes bad, the minute that incident happens with or if it, heaven forbid, it doesn't happen, but if it does, then you're going to want to change, then you're going to find some self-defense class, then you're going to want to find someone to teach you how to protect yourself. Hey, let me tell you something. There's a problem with that. The incidents already happened. <laughs> Don't be like that woman on the start of this podcast that I was playing. you got to stop that from happening. Either run, sound the alarm, or learn a few practical techniques that you can get yourself out of trouble, girl. It's got to happen that way. Let everyone around me that I hang with learn the martial arts. Boy, man, woman, or child. Or I don't want to hang with them. May I might get myself. I might be in danger sometime. And I need these guys to be fighting alongside me for crying out loud. Let me tell you something. Booker T, Booker T. If you don't know who Booker T is, look him up. He's a famous DJ. He DJs Soulful House and Garage. I think he does Garage. He may do a little bit of Garage, but mainly Soulful House. Booker T is my man, man. We used to play reggae together back in the day. Can you say back in the day now? I'm not sure if you could get away with that. But anyway, back when. When we were coming home from school, we must have been 15, 14 or 15, coming home from school. And we're walking together, a whole group of us, black guys, yeah? So we're walking, and back then there was a lot of racism going on. Not that it's calmed down now, but there was even more. And these guys were hailing racist abuse at us. And Booker and Bones and Lefty, we all had nicknames back then. You want to know mine? You don't want to know mine. I'm not going to tell you my nickname. Anyway, we were walking, and Booker said, No, let's take them. There's ten of them. Five of us, we could deal with this. And I said to Booker, yeah, you got a point. Because if we do this, they're not going to bother us again. They're going to think twice. So I said, yeah. So we started walking towards them. And I rolled up my sleeve. I'm ready to rock. I looked behind me. And those guys have run, man. 
Booker, Bones, Lefty and all these guys. They've run, they've scarpered down the road. Remember that word, scarper? They've scarpered, they've run down the road. I turned and I ran with them. And these guys were just running after us. It was so funny, I'm telling you. That, that's what I'm saying. If you're with a set of guys, you better make sure they've got your back because they didn't have my back at all. <laughs> they, they didn't even tell me that they were running. I just looked back and saw them running. I just looked back by chance. I could have gone in there and be fighting all 10 of these guys on my own. <laughs> if that was the case, I wouldn't be here right now. But it's all good. It's all good. We live to see another day, right? Chiswick, Chiswick, Chiswick. You've heard me mention Chiswick on many occasions. Chiswick and Barnes. They are real posh areas of London. Beautiful areas of London. I like going there, West London. Summer eventually has arrived. We're in summer right now here in London. But as I said, come the sun, come the bad actors. And people are all jumping up and down in Chiswick because a man got stabbed. I don't think it was fatal, but he got stabbed nevertheless. And it's a big thing for Chiswick because it happened on the posh people's doorsteps. And I, I just don't get... Why they're surprised about this? London isn't really that big in the grand scale of things. And you get a stabbing in North London, in East London, in West London, in South London. It's kind of like not that far apart from each other. But when it happened in Chiswick this weekend, or last weekend, I should say, by the time you listen to this podcast, and I've gone to work in the, my clubs that are in that area, and... They're all shocked, and a lot of people are talking about this. Now, let me clarify a few things here. right? This stabbing was over a parking space. I don't know the ins and outs. I haven't read this. I heard it on the radio. One man was arguing over another man about a parking space, and I guess another guy took out a knife and stabbed the fella. Bloodbath in London. Donald Trump, and I don't get political on these shows. I'm not a political kind of guy. Donald Trump, he was making a speech at a some kind of gun rallying seminar somewhere in the States. I'm not that sure. Donald Trump said, people are complaining about guns kill people. When in London, he read that there's a hospital that's like a war zone. There's blood all over the place. I've got people being stabbed, coming in with stab wounds every single day. Blood all over the place. People in London are saying, well, Donald Trump doesn't know what he's talking about. You are take it from me. He has a point. You may not be in agreement with his views all the time. In fact, you may not be in agreement with his views most of the time. But this particular time, he has a point. And London, the violence here has gotten out of hand. And it's only a matter of time before it hits the rich, blue-eyed, blonde people of this beautiful nation that I live in. At the moment, it's contained amongst gangs, who are so-called gangs. But it's spilling out, and it's spilling out real fast. So I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen out there, any little bit of defense you can get to protect yourself and your loved ones, you've got to do that. Do you know the biggest primal instinct that we have is to protect yourself? Where has that gone? I wonder. You know, back when we were eight men, 
We used to protect ourselves from dinosaurs and wild beasts. You had to arm yourself, man, with whatever you could get your hands on, make what you could make to protect you and yours. But now people think that they're safe. They're all cocooned. We're going back to that war zone. It's bad out there. If it's come to Chiswick in that way, it could come to you anyway. If you don't take charge of your life, someone would do it for you. You want to live a nice, long, happy life, yeah? So if you don't deal with situations right now and take things into your own hands, someone would take that out of your hands for you. You know what I mean. There's a girl that used to come to my kickboxing class. She was 13 or 14. Her name is Chloe. I won't go into her second name for um, identity purposes, but she didn't enroll for this term with us. I'm not that disappointed when students leave. Yes, I am, because I want to keep hold of all my students forever and ever, to, well, until they get their black belt at least. When they drop out of my kickboxing for one reason or another, because kickboxing is demanding, right? And they drop out of it because they may be not enjoying it anymore, lazy, don't want to fight, whatever, for many reasons. But Chloe, I really was, I'm disappointed because I, I, re I like this girl. I think she, there are certain students, a few boys and girls that just make me smile every time I see them. They just have that beautiful, nice, fresh face and they see the world in pure happiness all the time. And I love that. I've got a student with me now and she does that to me at the moment. She does, every time I see her train, she's always smiling. She's got a beautiful smile on her. I mean, a genuine, wide, bright, open smile with the teeth and everything showing. And she's always like that. And even sometimes when I know she's not that happy because things aren't going her way, she still manages to bring the smile out. She can teach us all something. And I love being around people like that. And Chloe was exactly the same. And I thought that she had so much to contribute to the martial arts. And it's a shame that she's given it up. And I just hope that she doesn't regret that because it will hurt me to know that anything happens to her. But maybe she'll be back. Her mother said she's not enrolling this term. So that sounds a little promising. But that is one that I would like to come back. Nice girl. Really fond of her. Anyway, let's get on with this. You know, it's better to have and not need than to need and not have. You do your martial arts. I'm teaching you guys this stuff, or I'm teaching a lot of people this stuff in my fitness class. And some women would rather just jump around like crazy people and not care much about the martial art techniques, not knowing that I'm trying to help them out here. And for me... Even without doubt, you're doing this workout and I'm teaching you the martial arts. Get the thing inside you because you never know when you're going to need it. And if you never, ever need it in your life, boy, that's an amazing thing. That's, that's great. And we all want to go along the world like that, not having to need this thing. But isn't it better to have it? For real. You have insurance, right? You have insurance for your home. You have insurance for your car. You probably even have insurance for your person. Why? Because of that day may come when you need it. Why don't you get insurance 
to protect yourself. Protect yourself, man. You know, many people, they don't go along to get along. With that in mind, be prepared and never underestimate. Now, I have a friend, Siobhan, spoke about her niece. We were having a little discussion about her niece. So again, used to do my martial arts and she dropped out. And Siobhan said that her niece was doing the gym. And this is another podcast I'll bring up sometime. Children doing the gym. What is that all about? I didn't make that apparent to Siobhan, actually, at the time. What is that all about? Doing the gym for children. <laughs> Can you think of anything that ludicrous? It's why children are growing up so early. Doing the gym is an adult thing. I'm not saying only adults should do the gym. But children's bones aren't developed yet. They're not fully developed. They're still in the cartilaginous stage, which means their bones are still bending. They need to have that bend in order for them to grow. Yeah? So if you start doing a load of strenuous weights and overloading and going in the gym and that, you're doing damage to yourself and your muscles are not fully formed. Kids don't need to do that. What do kids do? You run around, you play, you go in the playground, you find a sport. If you want to pursue that sport as you get older, that's when the training comes in. That's when the hard training comes in. Going to the gym for the sake of going to the gym is doing what your mother or your father's doing as if you're a child and it's totally 100% ridiculous and I am fully against it. What are they doing in the gym anyway? They're running on a treadmill? <laughs> Hold on, let's just think about this. A child comes out of the playground or the running track or the facilities that they have in school and pay money, their parents' money, to go to a gym to run indoors on a treadmill. How stupid does that sound? <laughs> How, how idiotic is that? These kids are still at school. They've got all the things that they have at school, but they want to come out and do the gym. I have never heard of anything so ridiculously stupid. Think I'm going to spend my money on my child and enroll her in a gym to do any stuff when the pavement is out there? Let me tell you something. <laughs> We used to, when I was a kid, right, when I was a, when I was a child, we used to have these races. We used to run around the block. So how we did it is that one boy would run one way round and the other boy would run the other way round. And we knew where the house was, where the, house, the middle houses were on both sides. So I lived in Stockwell. And we used to run around this block. And then when you see the kid that passed a halfway point, on the other side of the block before you, you knew you had to step up. And they were great races. But let's, let me tell you one day what, what happened. Like the ugly duckling story, man. Once they did this race, yeah? They did this race. You listening? Come closer. They did this race. I said, hey, right, Noah, you run around that way. And Hibbit, you run around the other way. And when Hibbit and I got back to the beginning... All the guys were gone. They left us. I was so hurt. 
they went to the fun fair and they didn't want us to come with them. I don't know if it's just me. Maybe Hibbert met them down there after. But that was hurtful. That's when I decided I'm not going to put my stock in friends. <laughs> and I try to convey that to my daughter, my eldest daughter, but she's still got a lot to learn. She still has. But hey, I'm still coaching her, right? Because you're always a parent. You know, with this whole fitness martial arts thing and disguising the martial arts within the fitness, I don't really disguise it. I come out open and show the whole thing. But my point being is that people want to derail you on that. And I've spoken about this whole derailing thing already. People who don't subscribe to what you're doing. And again, I've already had a podcast or mix with like-minded people but if you don't you know you can't get all your friends to do what you're doing if you don't and they want to derail you from what you're doing bear this in mind yes you saying yes to somebody and what i mean by saying yes let me just tell you this first yeah if you say yes to somebody be sure that you're saying it for yourself for you do not succumb to someone else's dream Right, So if someone's asking you to go to a restaurant or to come to this place or to go to that place or to do this certain thing and you say yes, make sure you're doing it for you. Because if you're not doing it for you and you're saying yes for the heck of it, you're the fueling someone else's dream. Someone else is benefiting from you. That ain't fair in any stretch of the imagination, man. So you got to say no. There's a famous saying that Apple use. We say a thousand no's before we say yes. That means they turn down a lot of products, a lot of ideas. You've got to be like Apple. You've got to turn down or you've got to say no more often. Saying yes is easy. You want to please. We all want to please. We want to please and be pleased. Saying no is harder. I had to learn that. I had to get used to saying no to people, man. It's just the way it is. Don't have to say it nastily, because say it real nice. Hey, talking about nasty. I was in the Chiswick Park, Virgin Active Chiswick Park last week, Tuesday to be precise. Oh my goodness. I never seen anything quite like it. You got to listen up real good here now, man. There was a guy brushing his teeth in there. I don't know why people, well, I guess you need to brush your teeth on a regular basis if you do eating quite regularly. But yeah, there's a man brushing his teeth. and I've never seen anything like it in, my, in the days that I've been alive. The toothpaste was running all down his face. And I literally mean it was down his face. Look, look, I've got to tell you this for real. It was down all over his chin and his cheek and everything. And I'm looking at this guy, because I was washing my hands, right? I'm looking at this guy, this man, and I'm saying to myself, wipe your face off, man. Wipe your face off. And he was just brushing his teeth like there was nothing wrong with him. He knew the stuff was growing down his face because he was in front of a mirror, brushing his teeth in front of a mirror. And I'm saying, is this a normal thing? Does he do this on a regular basis? No, let me tell you something, man. If I'm brushing 
If I'm brushing my teeth, I never get scammed. I'm not brushing my teeth, and that toothpaste is coming down my teeth. I can't continue. I can't continue with that foolishness. His face was awash with white toothpaste. I, I'd be damned. If I didn't see it, I wouldn't believe it. If you told me that, I would say you're making it up. <laughs> it was the most incredible. It was the most incredible thing, man. I got to had to share that with you because I said I can't keep this to myself. I got to tell the folks out there the next time I speak to them. You know what? Coming back to the thing, coming back to your your fitness, be specific in what you practice, man, because when you learn something and if you learn it badly, it's shocking. You might as well not learn it at all. Learning something is all about habits. And this is coming back to you. This is still on the self-defense side of things. In my martial arts, with the fitness, what I do is repetitive punching, repetitive kicking, because I want to get you to be accustomed to moving your body in that way. If I taught you to do it the wrong way, you'll only be kicking and punching the wrong way. For instance, when we do our hook punch, we have the hand vertical when we do our hook punch. When you hit a target, you've got to have the hand vertical because if you have it horizontal, you're going to hit the target and you're going to break your wrist, right? So if you learn the thing with your hand horizontal to hit the target or hit a pad like that, you're going to be hitting it the wrong way. If you hit somebody that way when you're in trouble or in need of the technique, you're going to come out the worst. So it's better not to have it at all because if you don't have it, you're not going to use it. You're not going to break your wrist. You're going to find another way. You're going to run, scream or whatever you do to get out of the situation. So when I say to you, it's better to do it, it's better to do it right than if you're doing it wrong, it's better not to have it. Did I explain that correct? If you're going to do it wrong, it's better not to have it at all. Yeah? Because if you don't have it at all, you don't know any better and you use another way to get out of the situation. I went by that the long way round. I hope you understand. Yeah? It's a case of having sufficient knowledge. If you have insufficient knowledge, it's going to harm you. It's better not to have any knowledge in that field at all. You get where I'm going? Yep. And another thing. There's some people out there have told me, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of doing this fitness. I'm tired of doing this kickbox. I'm tired of doing that. Listen, if you're tired, bored, and uninspired, go out and inspire others. That's what you do. All the skills that you know and you're good at, take those skills and teach other people how to do it. That, in return, will come full circle and inspire you back. And um, for Chiswick Park, as I was saying, there's a lot of millennials there. You know what a millennial is? <laughs> oh, my goodness. A millennia is these guys that have brought, been brought up in the millennium era, I guess. Now, if you're one of those, does this sound like you? If you're always 
rewarded with endless praises at work and you're constantly receiving reassurance without any sort of criticism at all, you're living in a bubble. You need to get out of that bubble because you're going to come down with a crash. And I'd rather you not come down with that crash. And the reason why I mention this is because when I'm at that a certain class with a certain age type and I'm trying to teach them something, they seem to know it all already. And they seem to, hey, I don't want to do this. I know it all. And you know the thing about those guys also, I don't want to go on too much about them, but I have a class and it's publicized badly and I need to go and tell the manager to fix up. It's publicized badly. And when you look at the timetable, it's publicized as a kickboxing class. Well, it is kickboxing, fitness kickboxing, but it's publicized as a kickboxing class where people come and they kick each other. And I get these boys and girls, both boys and girls alike, and they come to my class with their boxing gloves and all their testosterone, even the girls with testosterone in them ready to kick ass. And let me tell you something, they wouldn't last five minutes with me. Five minutes. I feel like saying, okay, you want to fight? Let me get my gloves here and bust them up a little bit. The ones that do stay, I get some arrogant ones say, oh, no, I don't want to do this stuff. I'll come to hit people. The ones that do stay, I said to them, you last, last it out. And I would get some gloves and pads and we do five-minute pad work after. I've said that to quite a few of them. Not one person has stayed behind to do the pad work. After the workout, they say, oh, I'm feeling a little bit tired because yeah, you're, you're right, you're feeling tired. It's a workout. I'm teaching you how to do repetitive punching, repetitive kicking. Why repetitive? So you get used to it, you get accustomed to it. Your mindset is about the technique that I've given you. It's all about reaction, reflex, second nature, not being able to think about it or not thinking about it. Just doing the thing off the cuff. Someone grabs you on the shoulder, pow! You hit them. <laughs> hit them. Look later. <laughs> Don't hit your mother or your father or your brother, though. <laughs> your sister. But I say this, you know, you don't want to end up like that girl that was at the beginning of the podcast. You get out of that car, so you see that guy, kick him where it hurts. How many times do I teach you to underkick? Pow! You kick, run. Men, you know what? Men don't even want to hear you talking about I kick him where it hurts. I just kick him where it hurts. We all start crying at the thought. <laughs> That's not a good thing to say to a guy. But listen, before I go, oh, one, 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 one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. Men and ladies out there, it's a very hot, very hot. And if you ride, because I ride motorbikes myself, and if you ride a motorbike, please, I'm begging you, ride with protection. Do not ride in your short sleeve and your T-shirt and your short pants because you could come off that bike at five miles an hour and your skin will be ripped to shreds if you've got a big bike. You, you'll be torn to pieces. 
You know, I see you people riding their bikes out there, and I love you all. You're riding your bikes and you've got your helmet on. What's the point? I know a helmet is a law in this country, in the UK. But you gotta wear protection. You gotta have your stuff on your body. Spend some money and get some breathable clothing. There's some nice stuff out there that will protect your arms and your back and all the vital areas that hit the floor first if you come off that bike. Cars are protected, they're in the car. And you're on that bike, chancing that. I've seen so much of it. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. I'm begging you, I don't wanna see an accident. And it's only a matter of time before an accident happens. Please. Hey, defend yourself with fitness. Keep coming to the fitness class. Wake up, see the light, kick and punch your way to good exercise. When you need it and you're in danger, boom, you'll be able to get out of it. I love you. I gotta go. Let's talk to some people right now. Hey, when am I gonna see you? That time? Yep, you got it. See you later. Boom!